Welcome to the Pop Culture Palace Presents Podcast, the official show for the Pop Culture Palace website. Every other week on this feed, you will find an episode from a rotating group of shows. This week we bring you Pop Culture Palace Presents Episode 14, Tampa Bay Comic Con 2018. This is the Pop Culture Palace Presents, and I am your host, Al Sedano. This episode, we are going to talk about what I did the other weekend, August 3rd through 5th. I went to the Tampa Bay Comic Con. This is my third year going to this con since I moved here to the Tampa area. I enjoy the show a lot. It's not the size of either the San Diego or New York cons, but there's more than enough to fill three days. And because it is smaller, while it can get quite busy, it is nowhere near as packed, or sometimes overpacked as those two shows. Though, if there's one thing I could wish to change, I wish it would be for them to have more comic creators and panels with them on it. They do get several creators there each year at least, and they have at least one panel with them on it. Last year they had one with Jim Shooter, and they did have one this year, which we'll get to when we talk about what I did on Saturday. And it's not that I care for them to have the big panels where Marvel DC announced their big crossover event or launch a new series or get all the stars from the CW or announced a new movie. I don't need that there. But I would like to have more panels of creators talking about current projects they're doing or the past ones that they've done. That's all. Anyway, let's get on to what I did on my first day there, Friday, August 3rd. So Friday I get to the con, and especially if I'm going to con for more than one day, I try not to spend my money the first day, because you want to walk around, you want to see what there is, make sure you're not going to find the same thing cheaper or something better after you spend all your money. So of course I did buy a couple comics, first thing. <laughs> I, mean, I only bought three of them. They were a dollar each, but rules are made to be broken. So I wandered around, walked the floor. A lot of interesting artists doing doing some cool stuff. A lot of cool vendors up there. Um, one of the vendors I saw that first day was T-Turtle. I've seen them before online. They uh, do t-shirts and other things like that. Uh, most of the shirts are usually licensed characters, Star Wars, Supernatural, Marvel. Kind of, I guess, what you would call the super deformed or chibi versions if you know what that is, I guess like kind of really short, kind of cute versions of the characters. Usually with like little sarcastic or fun sayings. I put a link into the show notes for it. They had some fun stuff there. Besides buying a few things, um, I also did see a couple of the panels. Uh, one of the first ones I saw, one of the first two I saw actually, was Penguin Knife Fight and Designated Debaters. Now Penguin Knife Fight is an improv comedy group that I believe is out of Orlando. I saw them last year. And they're pretty funny. They're good. I know when people hear improv, it sometimes can be not that great. But they are good. They definitely know how to um, take and make into some good comedy. So if they're doing a panel at a a convention you're at, I would say it's worth going to watch. Definitely entertaining. The other one I saw, which is related, is called Designated Debaters. Designated Debaters is three of the people from Penguin Knife Fight. Um, They dress up like superheroes. And they basically do an actual debate, but in using the personality, more or less, of the characters they're playing. 
What they do is, I believe they, since they have a Facebook page, they get questions on the Facebook page because they had them already, and they said though these were questions they got, and you ask them to debate whatever the topic is. Things that they debated this time was: Is the Earth flat or not? What do you do first? You know, is it better to pour the milk in first than the cereal, or do you put the cereal in first than the milk? Who had better movies? Marvel, DC runs the gamut. Uh, this time they were dressed as Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was moderating. Batman and Superman were the ones debating. That was definitely entertaining as well. Again, worth watching if they're at a convention by you. Now, one thing I do like about TampaCon is while the show floor closes at 6 o'clock, the convention goes on till 10. No, sorry. <laughs> the convention goes on till midnight. There are still panels going on later. They had um, Rocky Horror Picture Show being played that night, although I didn't go to see it this time. They did have, however, two panels that I went to see that night, which were definitely good for evenings. One was called Mythology of Supernatural. Yes, based on the TV show Supernatural. But it's not about the show's mythology. It's about the mythology behind the hauntings and the gods and other things that they use on the show. You know, the real mythology behind it. The person who runs that panel is uh, Nathan Robert Brown. He's an author and a mythologist. He actually has a PhD in mythology, I believe is what he said. And so he was talking about the actual legends and stories that are behind what they use in the show. And he said he was actually surprised the show actually gets it right a lot. You know, they actually seem to be doing real research. He's even written a book called Mythology Supernatural, which I bought last year. And it's pretty good if you are interested, A, in the show, or B, in actual mythology, or even better, C, in both. The other panel I saw that night is Erie, Florida. Erie, Florida is a book that's been written by Mark Muncy and Kari Schultz, and it's about weird and creepy and ghost stories in Florida, because that's where we are. They did that panel two nights on Friday night and on Saturday night, and on Friday night they talked about the uh, five most haunted places that they know of in Horton, Florida. And that was definitely a good way to not just end that night, but also in, it was a good, fun, creepy nighttime event. All right, that was Friday. We're going to have a podcast promo break here, and then I'm going to go into Saturday. Image Comics, formed in 1992 by several creators unhappy with their current place in the industry. So they band together to make a new comics company for a new generation of readers. Creator-owned mutants, cops, black ops government agents, demon-possessed, and they are going to be the greatest comics ever. In April of 1992, the first issues hit the stands and fandom resounded with cries of... Pouches? Why are there so many pouches? What, you don't like pouches? All the Pouches, an Image Comics podcast, is one fan's exploration of those early years of Image Comics. Youngblood, The Savage Dragon, Spawn, and more, with maybe even a few pouches along the way. So come give a listen at johnreadscomics.com. That's John with no H. Just you can spell it right. On to Saturday. Saturday was the long day of the con because it started a couple hours earlier than Friday, but it went later than Sunday did. So it's the longest day. 
I didn't get there as early though. I was waiting to bring, for somebody to come with me. Okay, this is gonna take a second to explain. My wife's aunt, by marriage, her second husband, they both live near us, and his granddaughter comes to stay with him each summer. She's 16 or 17, I forget which. Anyway, she's into comics and wanted to go to the con, and neither one of them really were going to have fun there, so they know me well enough that they trust me with her, so she came with me. Now, I wasn't sure what was her reason, but I just wanted to make sure she had fun. I wasn't sure if she was into the cosplay or into buying some of the stuff or anime or what. And she is into some of the animes as well, but her main reason for going was because she loves comics, and I love the fact of getting someone young who actually loves comics. We need people who are young to like comics, because otherwise they won't exist when the older people like us die. <laughs> in fact, her favorite character and the book, all the comics, and she bought a whole big stack of them, all the comics she bought were Moon Knight. That's her favorite character. Yes, Paul Showens, you, you heard me correctly. Moon Knight. So, we went to the show. She was flabbergasted. She loved it. She hasn't really, I don't think she's been to a convention before, so she had a great, from what I could see, she had a great time. We walked all around the floor again, looked at all kinds of stuff. She bought a bunch of things. We also did see a couple panels. The one that I was really hoping to see on Saturday, and I was really glad that because she was in the comics, she wanted to do it. There was a writer's panel. It was the one real comic-related panel they had. So it was a writer's panel featuring four writers who used to work for Marvel, or at least used to mainly work for Marvel, talking about their time there. So we had Scott Lobdell, who was mainly known for writing X-Men books back then, as well as Fabian Nicenza, also known for writing back then the X-Men books and one of the co-creators on Deadpool. Peter B. Gillis, who wrote a bunch of stuff a little earlier, more like in the late 70s and the 80s. And Carl Potts, who was an editor. I know he was the editor on Power Pack, but he also penciled and inked. And in fact, she got him to sign one of the Moon Knight issues that he either penciled or inked, I'm not sure which. That was a lot of fun watching him talk. I also found out Scott Lobdell wrote the movie Happy Death Day. It's about came out last year. It's about a girl who gets in college, who gets killed, and then it's kind of like a Groundhog Day. She wakes up that morning, and each day she gets killed, but each day she's also try, has another chance to try and figure out who this is that's trying to kill her. I didn't know who wrote that, so that's cool. We also did uh, one of the trivia events there. They had a Marvel vs. DC trivia. We had that the audience split into teams, Marvel and DC, and they even asked for people to come up onto the stage to be part of the answer groups. We got up, were sitting on the Marvel side, and we got up and helped answer some of the questions. Unfortunately, Marvel did not win. DC did, but I do believe we at least were the reasons for some, some of the points they got. So go us. They're also one of the LARPing groups. Uh, I believe it was called Darganor, D-A-G-O-R-H-I-R. I'm going to see if I can find a link for that and put it in the show notes. Foam sword, foam sword fighting. Basically, they have the foam swords, and they let people come in there, and they just give them a chance to fight each other. It's like 10 minutes. It was fun. There was an almost a problem when, by I'm hoping by accident, she happened to hit me with the sword almost in a very tender place that a man does not want to be hit. Thankfully, she was off by several inches high, but it was close. <laughs> so I have to remember never to piss her off. <laughs> and we ended the evening staying a little late to see the people that did the Erie Florida book doing another panel talking about five more creepy weird things that happened in Florida, including a guy in Key West who it looks like married 
stole, sorry, stole and quote unquote married a corpse. And it looks like he's, I believe he stole her more than once. So that's kind of funny, but also really, really creepy and weird. I'm really looking forward to reading that book from theirs that I bought to get the whole story. And then we ended up leaving around 10.30. I think I dropped her off about 11.30, um, or almost 12. No, about 11.30. Would have been a little sooner, but unfortunately we were leaving at the same time everyone else was, and we hit a lot of traffic. In fact, there was a point where we literally spent 15 minutes sitting at the same light. But otherwise, we just spent the time talking about comics and the con. We had a really good time. I am more than happy next year for her to be my con-going buddy, even if she wants to just go for one day or more than or all three days. And since I did mention Paul Showens, let's do a promo for his show, Geek Pod, and then we're going to come back and talk about Sunday. Dr. Hugh, what's got you geeked? Well, Paul, I'm geeked because we are recording our very first promo for GeekPod. What's GeekPod? GeekPod is a eclectic celebration Nobody of all things Nobody uses the word eclectic ever in real Seriously, life. Dude. Ever. <laughs> I mean, you're just trying to sound smart. <laughs> go on, go on. It's a call to action to let your geek flag fly proudly. Say that three times fast. No. The guys share their <laughs> opinions, the guys being us, and unique perspectives on everything from comic books to sports and anything in between. No topic is off limits. Come experience the show that's being called Intelligently Irreverent and Good-Naturedly Offensive. Who says that? Your mom. <laughs> that's just me, man. Just me. Geek Pod. Each and every week. Each and every week? Come on Okay. Now. So, <laughs> twice a month, maybe? Yeah, the program. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> when we can all show up. Come join in on the fun. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Blueberry, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and more. That's geekpod.com. And so we come to the final day of the convention, Sunday. Sunday started a little late. Not the show. The show started, I think, around 9. I got there a little late, closer to 12. Unfortunately, with Friday night and Saturday night being late nights, I was not able to get up as early as I wanted to on Sunday. But I still had a good time that last day. I, that's when I bought most of my stuff. When I go to a convention, I like to try and buy as little as possible on the first day. to walk. Like I said, on Friday, even though I did buy a few things. But I still was able to manage to resist buying a lot. Most of my purchases was on Sunday which I will talk about in a few minutes. And I did get to see two good panels. Um, I saw Designated Debaters again. I think they were dressed as... I think this time they were dressed as uh, Jean Grey, Wolverine, and Cyclops, with Wolverine and Cyclops debating, so that was entertaining. And I got to see the Cariels Q&A. Cariels, which I may or may not be pronouncing correctly, is an actor. You would know him as Wesley from The Princess Bride, Robin Hood and Robin Hood Men in Tights, uh, he played the character of Despero on the show Psych. Dr. Lawrence Gordon in the Saw movies. I feel like those four things are enough for 90% of people to know who he is. Anyway, he did a Q&A for about an hour. If you have a chance to see him, if you like his him or his movies at all, go. He was really entertaining, charismatic. He was having fun. You could tell he actually enjoyed being there and wasn't just there because he had to. 
He tells some good stories about being on The Princess Bride, of course. That was most of the questions he was asked was about The Princess Bride. But he also talked about working on Saw a bit. Said he would be willing to play the character of Despero if they wanted him for one of the psych TV movies they're doing. Talked about working with Mel Brooks on Robin Hood, Men in Tights, which was definitely entertaining. He also did say he's going to be joining the cast of season three of Stranger Things if you watch that show. All in all, definitely an entertaining convention. I had a great time. I'm looking forward to next year. I don't know if this is a convention that's worth it for you to travel to if you don't live in the state. But if you live in Florida, even if you have to drive and stay overnight, I think it's worth staying for the weekend. Definitely worth going to. So speaking of buying most of this stuff on Sunday, what did I get? Well, first of all, I think I did mention this when I mentioned their panel. I did buy the Erie Florida book from the people doing the Erie Florida panel. I bought that on a Friday night, actually, after their first panel. And I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. One of the things I do like to get at cons, unless I see mainstream stuff really cheap, I don't usually buy it because... I can usually find that elsewhere, Like I said, unless, of course, it's really cheap. I'm looking for indie stuff. I'm looking for the stuff I'm never going to see in a comic store or on eBay or whatever. So there's a little indie publisher called Cloud Wrangler Comics. I'll put a link up in the show notes. Uh, they had a little Ashcan book called Bin Bit about a werewolf in the Old West. So I picked that up. Now, these things are mainstream books, but I did find them pretty cheap. This is actually the stuff I bought on Friday. These were in dollar boxes, I, and I have, don't really see them that often, so that's why I picked them up. First off was Marvel Age Annual 3. For anyone that remembers, Marvel Age was a book that Marvel put out back in the 80s and early 90s. It was kind of like their own in-house promotional book and fanzine. would have interviews with creators about upcoming Marvel series and things like that. The main reason I used to buy it was because Fred Hembeck would have uh, usually the, a two-page strip in there. Usually he did a thing called the Fred Hembeck Show where it was him interviewing the different Marvel characters like on the, like on a nighttime talk show. Well, the premise of this annual was basically giving you a preview of all Marvel series that year, all their ongoing series, and with Fred Hembeck interviewing all the characters. So Daredevil, Iron Man, the X-Men, Power Pack, Thor... And I am a sucker for Fred Hembeck, so I definitely wanted to pick this up. Also got, and this might sound a little funny, but Marvel Comics Presents number 110 and 112. Uh, 110 is an Infinity War crossover that I, I was missing. And 112 has a Pip the, Tol, Pip the Troll story. Uh, these are both for my other podcasts, Resurrections and Adam Warlock and Thanos podcast. I found a store with a whole bunch of quarter boxes, comics for just 25 cents, so I did buy $2 worth because... Cheap. So I picked up three issues of Jim Starlin's Dreadstar, because it's a blind spot with Jim Starlin stuff I have never read before. So from the first series, I picked up issues two, four, and five. Looking forward to trying those. And from the Legion of Superheroes, which is one of my favorite mainstream titles, I got issues 263, 266, 273, 276, and 277. I also got two t-shirts. I got a Black Panther t-shirt, and I picked up for my wife, who's a fan of Gilmore Girls, a Stars Hollow t-shirt. Actually, it only worked out because she liked that Stars Hollow shirt. It was the company was selling them, and I forget the name right now, but I'll put a link up in the show notes. They had them for one for 20 or two for 30. I wasn't ready to buy a shirt for myself for 20 bucks, but since I was already buying one for her, 
Might as well make them a little cheaper. <laughs> and finally, I got three blank cover comics and had three commissions done by some of the independent artists that were there. So I have a cover featuring the 90s version of Drax the Destroyer. Uh, it was drawn by an artist known as H.S. Root. And she also had her own independent comic called Parallel, which I picked up. The artist Anna Z, I had her do a cover featuring the uh, 70s, and 90, 70s and 90s version of Gamora. And I also, the artist, um, and I hope I'm pronouncing it right, Kadia Lara did a Pip the Troll cover for me. And at some point over the next week on the Pop Culture Palace site, there will be pictures of the stuff I bought, as well as the commissions that I had done and links to the artists that did them. All right, we're almost at the end of the episode, so let's just do the feedback and then we'll be done. Our last episode of Pop Culture Palace Presents, episode 13, which was the final part of our series on the different comic book ages. The post about that episode on Twitter was retweeted and liked by Justin the Buck, Jason Snick Venable, Brian Z. Nerds with Words, Lost in Time, Stranger Than Podcast, Wedding Photos Hangover Podcast, Adam Deschanel, Anthony Romano, and John M. Wilson is podcasting again. On Facebook, that post was liked and shared by Justin Lesniak, Jonathan Schaefer-Hames, Jerry Green, Mike Peacock, and Martin Gray. Thanks to all of them for helping promote the show by sharing it and liking it on social media. And I would love it if you, yes you, would be able to help so I can read your name next time. On Twitter, follow us at the PC Palace. On Facebook, just like our page there, just look for Pop Culture Palace. Of course, you can go to our website, thepopculturepalace.com. And you can send an email, because I this episode was about the Tampa Bay Comic Con. I'd like to know what con do you like to go to? Do you just go to the one local one? Do you travel around the country? And what is it at the cons that you look for? Is it panels? Is it buying comics? And if so, what kind of comics? Is it buying other stuff? Do you like to get shirts or other kind of merchandise, uh, bootleg DVDs? I don't know. What are you there for? Getting your picture taken with celebrities? Or do you cosplay? Tell me what you do. Tell me what you like. Thepalaceofpopculture at gmail.com. That's our email address. Let me know. All right, that's it for this time. If you want to hear more from me before the next episode, you can always go listen to my other show, Resurrections and Adam Warlock and Thanos Podcast. That's about the Marvel Comics characters, Adam Warlock and Thanos. You should at least know who Thanos is if you've seen, well, unless you're one of the five people who did not see Avengers Infinity War, <laughs> you know who Thanos is. You can find that pretty much everywhere you found this episode. If you ever find this, you can find that. Just type in Adam Warlock in the search for whatever podcatcher you're using. It'll show up. Or you can just go to our Tumblr page, resurrectionsadamwarlock.tumblr.com. Okay. Thanks for being here. See you next time. Music for this podcast was Going Higher, provided by royalty-free music from bensound.com. Blah, blah, blah.